welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. And today, I have two guests with me, two very special guests that have been a part of our church for some time. They've been involved in a lot of different ways, so we're going to get to learn a little bit about them today. So please welcome to the podcast, Brad and Stacey Muhlenberg. Hello. Hello. Welcome. How are you guys doing today? Great. We're good, Sammy. How are you? Peachy. This is my first late night podcast. Mm, Ooh, nice. It's different, like mood in here with the dark outside. It's definitely dark outside. It is dark out, so we'll try to get out of here quick. Just kidding. <laughs> but to start off tonight, can you tell me a little bit about yourselves, about your family, your hobbies, your jobs? No interesting facts about yourself. You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to keep that off. I know. So I'm not going to ask that. I want to know about the other things. All right. I'll go first. So. Obviously, this is my wife, Stacy, sitting across from me, and we've been married for 20 years. Whoa! I know, we just had our anniversary it's a big deal. on September 28th. Uh, we have five amazing children, Carly, Alex, Blake, Taylor, and Emerson. Who's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> depends you know on who the Sammy's day. favorite is. Oh, Sammy, <laughs> I don't know his favorite. Well, Sammy loves Blake. I do. He's so funny. Um, yeah, of course, as parents, we love them all the same, but. Good answer. Some are much easier than others to love. <laughs> like. Um, you want a little bit about my past, I guess? I came from a family yes. of six children. Uh, six? Where are you second, in the lineup? I'm number two. I have a sister who's a year and four days older than me. And then me. And then I have another sister and another sister and a brother and another sister. I saw your brother for the first time a few weeks ago at a football game, and he looks a lot like you. Do you think they look alike? Yeah, only Todd's about 50 pounds lighter. Oh, that's fine. Their faces and, like, the <laughs> smile was, like, the exact same, and I was like, whoa, it's another Brad. Yeah. What's his name? Todd. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you're the second of six. Second of six, yeah. Nice. Daisy? Um, I'm the youngest of three, but I'm Me too. really... My brother is eight years older than me, and my sister's nine and a half years older than me. Whoa! I did not know that. Yeah, it was not planned, so. But I'm the best best thing that ever happened to my family. Oh, I'm sure. I believe that. Yeah, she was a little spoiled when I met her. Um, You've said that before. Yeah. Look how good I turned out. Yes. You don't deny it, though. No, I was. It's okay. Most youngest kids are. That's a typical youngest kid Mm -hmm. thing. I can attest to that. I was a little spoiled as well. Yeah, you turned out pretty good, too. Yes. The youngest ones yeah. normally end up pretty chill. Yeah. A little snotty for a while, but then we grow out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about your jobs? you, Brad and you, both of you, together, yeah. took over a business recently. How long ago was that? A year and a half. Yeah, it was on April 8, 2020, so right in the heart of COVID. Oh, yikes. So when we closed, we went to the bank and we had to work, get gloves on in the parking lot and put masks on <laughs> and go in and sign stuff. Yikes. And we did it because we thought God was leading us to do that, but it's been a lot of work. So sometimes <laughs> I question whether I was listening to God or not. But <laughs> hey, but sometimes you learn through the struggles. You do. You do. Yes. Because sometimes uh, tough things in life are what builds character. Is it getting easier? Yeah, it's getting a little bit easier. It's good. Yeah. You got some good employees? I do. I have three awesome first Colorado employers. Nice. <laughs> so 
Cole Westra, Travis Westra, and Reese Jeltema. Nice. I'm excited about all three of them. Great. A lot of potential. Did the brothers ever work at the same time? Um, they overlap for an hour and a half each day because oh. Travis works second shift right now and Cole works first shift. So I see. From 3 to 4.30 p.m. they're there together. Nice. What do you do, Stacey? I'm the vice president. Oh, yes. But I really don't do Do you have a much. desk? Kind of. I can't get onto my computer. That's the oh. problem. Although I did the last time I was there, so now I can. Do you Stacey do like the like yeah. technology? Yeah, what mm-hmm. do you do then? What does the vice president do? Um, I sign checks. Nice. Deposit checks, my favorite. Nice. Clean the toilets. Oh. Mop the floors. I do a lot of deliveries and pickups. Nice. And I just work random hours, like. Sometimes I work. When you have time. Once or twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> she helps with some of the, like, when we have our quarterly meetings. Oh, yeah. I do a lot of that. Food and stuff. She gets all that ready. How many employees do you have? Uh, we have, right now, I believe, 22 employees. Okay. So you get, like, food and stuff for them for, like, meetings? Yeah. Every quarter we have, like, a review where we go over the I stuff see. for the business, the financials and stuff. So then we always get a meal. Make a meal. Nice. So. Do you lead that, or do you say some stuff Tuesdays? Occasionally I say stuff, more like around the holidays. Yeah. I'll talk about their presents and stuff like that. Oh, but, cute. Do you yeah. get to pick out their presents? Yeah, I'm working on that right now for nice. this year. So we, we decided to because we want to um, make sure our employees know they're valued, so we give them for their birthdays like a birthday card and gift cards to the employees and their spouses. Oh, nice. So Stacey does all that, too. You're looking out for the people. Yep, I am. Good job. Do you enjoy doing that? <laughs> Depends on the day. That's fair. I would say I never thought I'd be doing that, but eh, that's fine. Because weren't you a surgical tech before, yeah, too? I was. That's cool. It was like my dream job. When so. you told me that, like, when I first started here, I was like, oh, I <laughs> want to do that. I think that would be so cool. Like Grey's Anatomy in real life. Kind of, yeah. Yes. yeah. You're like Bokey. Have you seen the know. show? Never mind. Well, I did probably... 20 years she's ago like the older lady that's always there and she's always handing them the oh, instruments. Yeah, so that's that what you did. What I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I always thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. That you did that. Great. Anything else we should know about you people? Do your children ever work there? Alex works there sometimes, right? Yeah, Carly yeah, does sometimes Carly too. too yeah. Well, and the little, we have the little kids sometimes do stuff too. So. Didn't they like paint the parking lot or something? I feel like I well, heard about let's painting. Let's not talk the- about that. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I heard about painting the parking lot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. More than I anticipated. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it. We can move on. Good idea. Great. So now that we know a little bit about you outside of church, can you tell us a little bit about your involvement here at First Colorville? How long have you been members, number one? I've been a member since we've been married, so about 20 years. I've been a member since I was born, so about 25 years. Why did I... <laughs> Forty-five years. You got married when you were five. (laughs) I always forget that you've been here your whole life. For some reason, I thought you're the one from the Grand Rapids Christian side of town. Yes, yes, you're from Mm -hmm. the South Christian side of town. Mm -hmm. I should probably say which you I'm talking to. Stacy's from Grand Rapids Christian. (laughs) Brad is from South Christian. My grandma and grandpa went here. Really? Yeah. So, like, your family's always gone here, but your parents. My parents went here until until we got married. We got then, married. then they all left. Then they left. Yeah. but you stuck it out. <laughs> yeah, grandma still was here. Yeah, my grandma still passed away three or four years ago, but she went here. But she was still going here. A long time too. Yeah. Nice. Can you tell me a little bit about your involvement 
here at First Color Vote? In what ways have you both been involved? There's a few ways for both of you, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we've all we do different things and things together. Yeah, we taught Sunday school for one year. <laughs> you did together? Together. What yeah, grade? Brad told me. Like preschool? Yeah. It was Alex's class. Oh, how did that go? Yeah, not good. Oh. There we played a lot of duck duck goose. Oh we'll just, nice. We'll we just, just say we that. figured that we did well, we learned that wasn't our calling because yes. the little ones were not for you. Yeah, no, nope. we like high school. Yes. And older. <laughs> <laughs> preschool yeah. is tough. Yeah, it was rough. So yeah, we've been involved with youth group for several different times, little stints of here and there. Five years, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's what I really, really enjoy. And I enjoy the young adults, too. Mm-hmm. So, And it's uh, very, very rewarding, too. So the kids are fun, and you can have relationships with them for the rest of your life, potentially. Yes. Are you still close with some of the kids that you had, like, years ago in youth group? Oh, yeah. So we still have Kelly Watts, well, Kelly Potts and Brooke, formerly Bauma Flickema, come over and play Euchre at our house sometimes. You do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, some of the other ones. Chris, your class, we yes. hang out with a lot. What class was just the best class <laughs> that you ever had in youth group and catechism? Yeah, that one class was really good. 2015. 2015 was a really good class. They were a yeah. fun class. We were just like a fun group of mixed friend groups. Yeah, like you none, were. None we of were us. all very different, yes. but you all got along. Yes, and that, that was like the best so part. It was so fun for us, too, because none of us were really friends like at school. We all went to the same school, but we went like in different friend groups. And then when we came to church, it was like, we're all best friends. Yeah. It was the best. You guys would engage in conversations and have talks. and Yeah, yeah we wanted to learn. You did. We wanted to chat, hear about each other's life. Yeah. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. You guys helped with that a lot as well. Except I think a couple of years I didn't have you as like I leaders. Think you were in the other group, weren't you? So when we used to split yes. in the small yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by a text. That was a bad podcast host of me. (laughs) Happens to the best of us, doesn't it? So sorry. My first oops. Anyway, (laughs) what were we talking about? Youth group. We have to talk about our favorite uh, trip, too. Oh, yes. Oh, your favorite youth group Oh, yes. Okay, well, first tell me, like, how many years have you done youth group? It's got to be at least, like, eight. Yeah. Don't you think? The first time we did it for four years. And then the second time we did it for five or six. I did one last year than you. Because yeah, I think you did five. Yeah, or did. you did five. Stacy did five. Brad did six. Okay. Yeah, and then we did. I think for four the first time around too. Yeah, that would make sense. I feel like four years for high school makes sense because, but I think you stayed on a little longer because it was my first year and I was like, I don't know. No, you did good though. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I need the Muhlenbergs because <laughs> they told me to take this job. Well, our first, our first <laughs> well, you know, our first time in youth group too. Like about halfway through, we were like, I don't know if we want to even. Do this because really it just didn't seem like we were connecting, and then I think we went to Spring Hill. Then all of a sudden, boom, it, those winter retreats, yeah, always like end up being a hit. And then the summer one that year, we went to West Virginia for a week and we did some roofing, and that's where we really got to connect with the kids. Yes. And that's really what built, I would say, the relationship where you know we still see them to this day and still talk to them. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I think those extended periods of time really help, yeah, get yeah. to know the kids. Great. Okay, now that we know how long you've done it, can you tell us each of your favorite memories from doing youth group? Because you no longer do youth group. You do young adults. Right. Now. Yeah. Yes. Ours was, well, mine would be right at the beginning. We had the youth group up to our cottage for like a long weekend. We There was a church 
up there, Calvary Baptist, that we contacted and they gave us jobs to do on Friday. Mm -hmm. So we did that, did some work around their church, and I think did some work at somebody's house. And then we just had a fun day at church or at our cottage on Saturday and then went to church on Sunday. Oh, nice. But then, so there were like 30 kids sleeping on our beach because... At your cap Yeah, our cottage thing? is really small. Yeah, yeah, no way they fit in Yeah, there. so bunch of tents and there stuff. There was multiple tents in and they all slept in yes. the Oh, yes. good, they separated. And then, so, you know, we're kind of new up there and then a neighbor from a few doors down, you know, comes and wants to talk to us and we're like, oh no, what's he going to say? Well, he came he's and he's like, like, Brad, I need to talk yeah. to you. Yeah, and we're like, like Oh, he's going to yell at us for the kids being like, loud. Oh, I just want to tell you, you guys are great. It was so much fun oh, watching the kids. So that was that That's was so sweet. And that was yeah. the first year you guys did that? And yeah, I think it was. Was it the first or second? Maybe the second. second. Year in youth group. Okay. okay. Yeah. The 30 kids up there, that's impressive. There was a lot. Yes. It was more than just you two as leaders up there, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Brinks were up there. Sue oh, nice. was up there. Sue came out. Sue. Holly Holsman. Holly Gort. She was a was she a student? She was a student. Oh, she was she just helped. a break. Yeah, she was just she out helped. of high school. Oh, but she came to help. That's where I found out she's, she's scared of clowns. Was there a clown there that weekend? No, but somebody told a story or something. Oh, like yeah, that. we, we probably like some scary stories. Yeah. I don't like when people do that scary stories at a new place because then you're stuck there <laughs> and you're scared. <laughs> True. That's my own personal pet peeve. Anyway, your favorite memory, Bradley? Uh, Mine probably would have been the year that we went to Alderson, West Virginia. Alderson? Yeah, it was kind of crazy. What year was that? Do you know? That was our first year in youth group. Oh, nice. summer, yeah. So there was, it was, that was a really good class too, actually. And we did the roofing on a a roof and there was, uh, well, this is when we pulled up to it. (laughs) This is, shows how Stacey was a little bit of spoiled. We pulled up to a... (laughs) Uh, old high school that they turned into a community center and she looks over at me and she's like i'm not staying here <laughs> did it just look kind of it was not it nice was sketch yeah, oh. was, there's like the gym floor had a hole in it like oh, it was it had random power outages yeah sue and i were in taking showers in the basement and the power went out <gasps> you could not see your hand in oh, front of your face no. it was like <laughs> sue were like you know a couple styles apart like laughing but yeah like, scared scared it yes. was like <laughs> i feel like showers on mission trips are always not ideal yes that's true. something happens or <laughs> like on the mission trip this summer did you hear about the shower trailers they were terrible <laughs> it was just like a tin can sitting in the north carolina heat all day and then they expect <laughs> you to shower at 4 p.m and it's just like a sauna in there and it was not refreshing at all but yeah. we were clean yeah that's good that's the important part you don't have any favorite memories from the 2015 class? 15 class? That class was so amazing, it's just hard to pinpoint one. Everything was great with them. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that, I guess. What did we do for a... Did we, we didn't do a work project, I don't think. The only mission trip I went on in high school was to Zuni, and I don't think you guys uh, were leaders we that year, or you didn't we, go. We, we didn't go. go because of vacation. Probably timing or something, yeah. yes. That's the only mission trip I went on. Hmm. But it was a blast. I think the other one that year that would have been like my class was Kentucky. Did you guys go to Kentucky? Nope. Shoot, you missed the mission trips with our grade, but you still loved us just as much. I know. Oh, well. That's fine. Great. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. Since you both have been so involved in church ministries, what ministries would you encourage people to get involved in here at First Colorville? What ones would you say had an impact on you 
as well that you're like this one's fun well, all of them have their different elements of having impact mm-hmm. um, for fun certainly being involved with youth groups whether it's middle school or adult or high school or mm-hmm. even adult and i mean i've never been a cadet leader but i'm sure gems and cadets and stuff too hanging out with the kids is fun mm-hmm. It's way more fun than buildings and grounds, I can tell you that. You don't like buildings? <laughs> no, it's fun. That one guy, Carl DeYoung, is really good. So I've heard that he's great. <laughs> we love Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I think youth group's fun. Did you ever do middle school, or has it always been high school? I actually did middle school before we were married at my old church. Really? Middle school is not really Not for either. you? No. <laughs> it does take kind of special people to be able to do middle school stuff especially like i admire middle school teachers yes. that can do yeah. that every day it's a unique age for kids because they're yeah. going through physical and emotional changes and yes. it's just kind of an awkward phase of life yeah. which is partly why i like middle schoolers so much because i feel like i'm a little awkward so it's easy what? for me to relate to them Come on, no. sometimes i'm just like eh, a little awkward <laughs> i kind of like the older kids more too because you can have deeper conversations with them and stuff so yeah let's talk about some of those deeper conversations that's a good transition (laughs) let's do that so part of the reason we wanted to have the Muhlenbergs on the podcast is Brad is known for his life lessons and he has a few like specific sayings that he like can't go through a day without saying I feel like so the first one let's talk about the three most important decisions in life where did these come from um well heard some people talk about some of them before and then I kind of added them from parts of it myself. Do you want me to tell them what they are? Or do you want to say what they are? You can tell them. I think you should. Okay, fine, I will. They're your three life lessons, so. So the note, well, and actually I like this because it's a good way to to get kids to talk Mm -hmm. and make them sort of think about things. Yes. The the thing that I'll, of course, I would say the number one most important thing ever is accepting God's grace and following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes. Because it affects everything. It, yes. It's the lens at what you how you look at the world, your Christian worldview. And then the number two thing I would say is who you marry. So uh, a lot of people, you know, think that there's this, um, I guess the Disney idea of there's the one out there, this right person that mm-hmm. somehow you'll meet and then you'll know for sure. But um, it's unfortunately not that romantic. It's you should know a lot about yourself and know a lot about the person that would be a good fit for you. As Christians, I would say always marry a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two is who you marry. And then number three, not very much behind number two, is who your friends are. Because your friends have tremendous influence on you. So you got to make sure that you choose your friends wisely. That is very true. Would you agree with those three? Oh, yeah, for sure. Number one is like so far away. And yeah. And two and three like. They're like behind. right next to each yeah. other, but like. One is just yeah. so far above it. Yeah. But the other two are definitely important. Right. I think very, the friends close. things is the more friends I make or like stuff like that in life, I just realized like it makes a huge impact on like myself. Right. Because of who I'm spending my time with. Well, and I think even within the last two years with, um, you know, the lack of some of the social gatherings and stuff, at least for me personally, it was hard not seeing friends mm-hmm. and hanging out with people and, and God created us to be social people. Yeah. So He was in community, so he wanted yeah. us to be in community. He has the perfect community with yes. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yes. Great. So you heard those, like, 
from other people, but also just um, through life, you kind of pick yeah, those up. I had heard before, like the number two thing was who you marry, and then you know, I kind of was like, oh, I wonder what number one is. So then I kind of thought about that, and obviously, the Holy Spirit's guidance came to that conclusion that yes. that's super number one. Stacy, how long do you think he's been telling people those things? Um, oh, probably soon after we got married, I think, you know, I think he would talk to like our nieces and nephews a little bit. Just give him his wise that. words. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they were I'm probably too young. Yeah. It's, it's God's yes. wisdom that, because all this stuff is in the Bible too. Yeah. So that's I don't true. Want to take the credit for that's it. That's true. I had a question and I forgot. It's gone. Anyway, moving on. Another thing, you already said this tonight, since I've seen you. You said, isn't it amazing that the creator of the universe wants to have a relationship with you? That isn't is. It, there is, I think, like 7.6 billion people on the earth right now. Mm-hmm. And God wants to know each one of us personal and have a relationship with us. And this is the creator of the universe who made this entire earth, the whole galaxies, all of the galaxies, the whole solar system, the universe, everything. All of it. And he wants to have a relationship with us. So what we believe as Christians is really, really amazing. And it should impact our lives every day. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did that just like come to you one day where you're like, wow, this is just amazing? Or was it kind of over time? It was over time. Yeah. Just kind of reflect about it. And yeah. it's. Uh, I've heard people say before what we believe as Christians is amazing. And then, you know, so it kind of, that made me think about some of the stuff, but like we were talking about today, like God could have made trees all evergreens where they're green all the time. Yeah. He could have made the leaves all brown like oak trees, but instead he made maples with yeah. red and orange and yellow and you know all these other different trees with different mm-hmm. colors. And it's amazing. Yes. Everything could have been like blah. Everything yeah. on earth could have just been kind of like gross, but... It's pretty. Yeah. Yes. Those are the two life lessons I always remember hearing. Is there any other ones that he says a lot? Yep. What's the well, other life one? Life is ninety-eight percent attitude. Oh. Yeah, that's the one I was yes. gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Ninety? What? What? Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight um, percent attitude. Yeah. Two yeah. percent circumstance. You think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chuck Swindoll used to say ninety percent attitude and ten percent circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I think it's you more felt like that was too high. Yeah. I thought. Well, no, I thought the. Um, yeah, I thought the attitude number was too low because even when not good things happen, how our attitude is, is, you know, that's how we look at it and how we process it. So Mm -hmm. attitude is super important. I would have to agree. I do remember you saying that actually, you were one of the first people to say that to me. And I was like, no, not that I feel like I have a super like bad attitude about stuff, but sometimes it's good to like check and be like, oh, am I overreacting to this? Or is it just... The situation. Right. Yes. Good. So many wise words. Do you have any wise words, saints? No, not really. <laughs> or do you steal his? Oh, she does too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I hear you say something a lot, but I don't know. Oh, uh, there's other things I like to say. Organizations that keep me. Oh, efficiency. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I tell my employees. Oh, yeah. Are you an organized person? I would like to think I'm above average. He likes things clean, hmm. orderly. I, he does well, not like I, things. Everything has a place and everything in its place. Yeah, a place for everything. Yeah. Everything in its place, yeah. I so. hate looking for things because it's wasted time. So that that's kind of fair. Stuff drives me crazy. So it's like 
put it where it goes. And do you never lose things then? Because I lose uh, things. Let's say never. Obnoxious amount of time. It drives me nuts. Well, right now, I, I don't know home, where my wallet is. Oh, when I get home, my wallet is in the same place every single time, and I never have to look for it. Yeah, I'm not. I couldn't tell you where mine is right now. Has my key to get into here tomorrow, so hopefully I can find it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll show up. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> okay, we have like five minutes left. All right. So I don't know if we're going to get through all of these. Sammy's six questions. Pastor Josh wants me to have like a little song to go before asking yeah. the questions, but I don't know how to do that yet. So I'm just going to ask you the questions. Can you it's... sing a song? Why is it whenever someone asks you to do something, you forget how to do it? Like if you were to say like, hum, happy birthday, I'd probably be like, I don't know. <laughs> Or can it's you count? Never mind. Yeah. It's like certain it's, things. It's in psychology, if you. Probably. Anyway, let's get to these six questions. My first question is for both of you, individually. What is the most interesting restaurant you've ever been to? I don't know about interesting. It's the most horrible restaurant we ever went to. <sighs> that that counts. Dick's Last Resort. Where is it's that? In, it was in Panama City Beach, and we were with a big group and. I don't know if somebody had been there before or what, but they. My sister had been there. She said, "Okay, let's go." So we went there, and they're trying to be funny, I think. Uh huh. But they seriously were mean. (gasps) It's like Ed DeBevix. Have you ever been there? Yes, I've heard of it. I've never been there, but like they. Josh and Sean Visser were with us. Yeah, and oh my, they I think were like, and I was. We had our young. Luckily, our kids were really young, so they everything went over their head. But yeah, it was bad. And yeah. the food was horrible, and it was really expensive, and the service was bad. So, was a, so don't ever go there. No, no. is it still open? Yeah, no, it's always it's a, busy. Yeah, like a, Probably because it's bad, and people want to experience it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> don't you well, really like, want to go to a really bad restaurant? It's like go a there. Franchise yeah. restaurant. There are other Yeah, we saw one. There was one in when we drove through Gatlinburg, oh, yeah, Tennessee. Interesting. Not very family friendly. No, no. Don't I? We're not recommending that one. No, no. no. Do you have an interesting restaurant? Uh, there were some pretty unique places when we were in China that we ate. Oh. The food was uh, like we didn't whole. talk about this at all. The food was like whole with eyeballs and stuff. Yeah. And they have like animals Ick. hanging in the windows. <gasps> it's really yeah, I could not hard. Yeah. And chicken feet are like a delicacy. Like really? Did you eat them? Uh oh. Why not? I would probably eat that. Okay. I would try that. Chicken feet. What did Carly and Alex have? Cow tongue? Or some kind of tongue? I feel like I just wouldn't want to know. Just like, I'll try it, but don't tell me what it is until Mm -hmm. after. (laughs) Okay, so some interesting places in China. Great. Next question for you. Do you have a favorite Christian book other than the Bible? Um, I really liked Practical Guide to Today's Culture. Oh. By John Stone Street, and I don't remember. Is that a newer one? We did a study at our house. I don't know if you were there or not, but some like Sash came. Was it a video too? No, no it's okay. just the book. Oh, 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 oh! I remember that. I think. Did we watch Survivor after? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we had to watch Survivor. That's how some I remember. Watch Survivor. Yes, Other people did. talk. She's like it. It's probably yeah, when I ate the brownies. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that was good. It had like topics like abortion lgbtq you know that kind of stuff yeah and oh well i do remember this now yeah it's well written like the christian right view, it was just, orange yeah yes <laughs> i remember it now it's coming back to me actually about like 25 yeah. yes i remember this now it's all coming we back probably to me. only have like three left 
We gave a lot away. I think you gave some to me to give to people. Yeah, I think so. I was like, I'll take a couple of these to give to people. I probably still have a copy somewhere. Anyway, that was a good one. Do you have a favorite one, Bradley? Um, I actually recent. Well, I guess it was the spring read um, "Loving God" by Chuck Colson, which I thought was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. That's what our young adult theme was about tonight. Loving yes. God. But yeah, it was very. Um, yeah, it was, it was. It was good. I mean, it inspired me to to look at how I live out my life and um, how I love God by how I love others and stuff. So, strongly recommend that. What's it called again? Loving God. By who? Chuck Colson. Chuck Colson? Colson. Colson. Like what we call Cole Westro. Colson. Yeah. Colson. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Colson. Yeah, Chuck Colson was actually, just a little bit about a story. He was in the Nixon administration and he was uh, like kind of Nixon's henchman, like did lots of uh, what we call immoral things. Whoa. And then he, um, when all the Watergate scandal broke, he went to prison and then. Um, well, right before he went to prison, he became a Christian and then um, completely changed his life. And he got out and he uh, started like a, like a prison fellowship ministry, which still goes to this day, helping like people a, in prison. Saw the Paul in yeah, today's yeah, time. Knows, yeah. That's cool. Great. Well, we are out of time for this evening, but thank you for taking the time tonight to do this podcast. Well, thank you. It Sammy. was great. Great. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thanks. Goodbye.